0: Ready? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do it. Okay. Born that way. <gasps> Hello, and welcome to Three Friends in a Book. My name is Holly. Who are y'all? I'm Janine, and I'm glad to be here. Holly and Caroline.
1: Oh, that makes me Caroline.
0: That's Caroline. I'm Caroline. We are three friends who love to read. We read books, we like to talk about them, and for years we have always thought about the quote by Hannah Arendt that says, the things of the world become more human for us only when we can discuss them with our fellows. We humanize what is going on in the world and in ourselves only by speaking of it, and in the course of speaking of it, we learn to be human.
2: All right, so... (laughs) This week we're talking about, or not this week, like we do this every week. It's <laughs> hilarious. This time, this indeterminate um, amount of time, uh, we are talking about Crazy Rich Asians. The movie had just come out when we began to read, and so we had decided that we would um, delve into this super popular book, and um, we'll let you know how it uh, made us more human. <laughs>
1: I'm still working on that one. You're still
2: working on that one? hmm Yeah
1: maybe y'all can enlighten me
0: about how we became more human reading it yeah
2: i don't know well it's hard to articulate for any book but to me i enjoyed it i enjoyed the book
0: just as like a fun fast read like i maybe laugh at points maybe sad at points um but it was just to me just a, a just a
2: just a quick read it reminded me of a um, Devil Wears Prada yeah. or Nanny Diaries, and whenever I read those kinds of books, I think I should have just seen the movie. Not, You know, I, I, that sounds really snobbish, and I, I don't m- mean, maybe it is, I don't know, but I would, I think... They are so visually oriented. Yes. Yeah. All of the the descriptions in this book of the houses and the planes and the clothes. Like, I think I would enjoy seeing that in a movie. You said something along those lines the other day, Caroline, to me. And so I hope you don't feel like I'm stealing your idea there.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> I agree. I think I'm interested to see. I can see how this is a popular movie. Like, I think visually... I'm I'm interested to see what all of it looks like. So that makes sense to me. And I will go see the movie. And I think I will enjoy the movie. Are
2: we going to go see it together?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I
2: mean, what do you think, listeners? Um, answer below. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're I mean, gonna have can a we pull. find a minute? Probably not. We can not. find a minute. We can barely
1: find time to do this, let alone. We can find a minute. We could definitely do go it. see a movie. I, f- I have a feeling I'll probably not see it till it comes out at the Redbox. Probably. Box. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Anyway, I didn't – I did not – I think maybe I read it too hurriedly or something because I just didn't pick up on the humor. I didn't think it was that funny.
2: There were um, scenes that I – that all of the funny seemed a little bit mean-spirited to me maybe. I don't know. What I'm thinking of right now is the actress – who um, is marrying one of the, it's, they're both sort of side characters, and the actress's name is Kitty. Kitty. Oh, yeah, Kitty. <laughs> and so she, I thought some of the things with her were kind of funny, but, um, but then I felt bad for her, too, because I felt like she was getting, they were treating her not very nicely,
0: seems like all the outsiders that were trying to come in, they were not treating them very nicely, whether it was Michael or Rachel or Kitty. It was a very exclusive little family connections that they had. And everybody from the outside, they judged them very harshly and treated them very terribly.
2: I have probably said this in the pod on the podcast before because it's one of my, my great reading theories. I don't have many theories in my life, but this is one of my big theories, is that there, there are two different kinds of readers. You're a plot reader or a character reader. And even though there's not a ton of plot in this book, it was more about what happened than about any individual character's development. And so I didn't understand the choices or the I, I, I had a hard time understanding why the characters did what they did like just tell her that oh you're yeah why rich. didn't he, yeah just, just
0: they were together for two years and he never mentioned my family's loaded
1: and and his <laughs> reason for that is that he was raised never to talk
0: about his wealth true but I mean I'd, but isn't that if you're bringing somebody home and you know what you're bringing them home to, especially for Rachel who is an ABC, an American-born Chinese, even though she was born in China but only lived there for a little while, give her a heads up. Like my grandmother's house, they've got guards. Yeah, I feel like that's not a that's
1: not an okay answer. Like, yeah. oh, I was taught to be humble and not yeah. speak of it. Well. Right,
2: especially when Astrid advised him, his cousin, who he who he should have like, he should listen to. She seems to have some insider knowledge on this topic, and apparently he thinks she's great, so he just brushes her off. Like, but without that conflict, there would have been no book. So, yeah, I mean, I think there could have been actually. It just might have required more build up. To to the to the conflict,
0: you know. I don't know. Yeah. I do. I do wonder though. In reading a couple of reviews and the article I sent you guys last night, did you guys take a look at that? Mm-hmm. That was um bit. about looking at it through our Western eyes and maybe not really understanding um, the satire. Because I I texted you guys and said it's satire, right? <laughs> Um, and I didn't get it I yeah. didn't get the satire honestly um, because the world he describes is v- is very ex- I mean he says this is very exaggerated this is not the norm for Singapore Singapore is very wealthy there's a lot of wealthy families there um, but that it was a, it very much was an exaggerated look at Asian society in um, East Asia and in Southeast Asia in those in China and in Taiwan and in, in Singapore um, and that maybe that's why we, we struggled with it, that we found it entertaining and we would like to see the movie and what have you, but to really grasp what it w- what it means would be hard for us.
2: Yeah. But yeah. That,
0: I get, I buy that.
2: And he, um, said that he was writing in um, sort of in a style that had been that's been around for a long time like in the, writing about the moneyed and those as they brush up against those with that do not have that kind of money like Edith Wharton and Jane Austen mm-hmm. and um, F. Scott Fitzgerald and um, I was so I'm thinking back to Pride and Prejudice and there's a lot of Pride and Prejudice that I actually have to sort of like okay well that doesn't seem um, it, it seems that there are a lot of things in Pride and Prejudice to me that could be handled with a little conversation. Like if if you just have a quick conversation about this, we could really get past this, and everyone could still have their dignity. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I think that that might be um, a, a fair. And I think that I certainly feel that way about Gatsby. Like that when F. Scott Fitzgerald writes about. in the great Gatsby that there are lots of things that you overlook in the way the plot's put together or that I not other people because other people have no problems with Gatsby whatsoever because it's the best thing ever but I (laughs) have like there are certain things that if I if I'm going to take away the things that I like from it that I have to just sort of overlook some things that I think are thinly drawn
1: yeah I think that's
2: fair I I um
1: I appreciate that, and um, I can appreciate the fact that I may, maybe I just don't get it um, coming at it from my own perspective. Those those kind of novels of manners and stories, all of the that that genre have never been my particular, you know, cup of tea. <laughs> but, um, but that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what I liked most about I was working on the accent. <laughs> Um, what I liked most about this book for myself personally was that I learned a ton about China. <laughs> I didn't know anything about China going in. And so I found myself at Googling while I'm reading the first maybe quarter of the book, just Googling now, like, where is Singapore exactly? Didn't and you think it was part of China? Is that China? I yeah. just did. The way they talk about yeah. it
0: in the book well, cause Singapore confused me. It's like seventy five percent of their population is Chinese do you want to know why yes, <laughs> so here's the history please part of it to enlighten us to give you history teacher so just a couple of things just because it talked about the four main countries they talked about were China obviously mainland China which is the main China which is People's Republic of China we have Taiwan, which is the Republic of China we have Singapore which is Singapore, and then we have which um, isn't China but is the, a lot of the people there are in, Chinese yes it's 75 percent chinese and it's it's good since southeast asia whereas china is east asia and then hong kong remember that's where astrid's that's where michael went right he was Mm -hmm. living in hong kong hong kong is technically not independent it is hong kong's official name is the hong kong special administrative region of the prc which is the people's republic of china mainland china (laughs) do you guys really want to know this
2: no okay so Uh, hong kong is not just a city
0: no, no. Okay, I mean, it's a large. It's like seven million people who live in in Hong Kong, but they are going to their whole thing now is China has mainland China, a system that's called one country, two systems, and what they promised, like in the nineteen eighties, is they promised that Hong Kong to Hong Kong that they wouldn't impose their, like, communist, socialist economic policies on them. So Hong Kong, the reason why they are as wealthy as they, as they are is because they are, have autonomy from that. So they aren't under the communist, socialist economic control that mainland China is. The only real, real connection they share is with foreign affairs, um, defense, and things like that. So they are technically a, demo- a, a democratic country. They have a president that is elected. They have suffrage, so... That's, Hong Kong Hong Kong does. separate from mm-hmm. so technically again, they're an administrative region of mainland
1: China, and then Singapore's kind of the same thing it's the people there are Chinese,
0: but it's its own it's its country. own country, like they are also a parliamentary republic and the reason why there's so many Chinese people there is that Singapore used to be a colony of Britain and when Singapore burned I can't remember what century it did but like it was a big trading port and it burned up and when Britain came in in like the 1800s there was only like 150 people who lived there Um, and so what happened under colonization is and when the slave trade ended and slavery was abolished there was a big need for migrant workers and a lot of Chinese because of overpopulation and a huge peasant population even to this day Um, They left looking for work Mm -hmm. and Singapore was a hub. And so a lot of migrant Chinese would go through Singapore and then ship elsewhere. And what ended up happening is a lot of people stayed. And so that's why today, like 75% of their population is, is, is Chinese. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it was migrants coming, looking for work. A lot of it was overpopulation and they got their independence from Britain um, in, in the 1960s. So Singapore is Singapore. And then they went through this massive economic transformation like the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and they're hardcore wealthy, um, Singapore is.
2: So, so I, that makes sense in that there has to be all kinds of things about this book that I did not fully understand without being able to um, make sense of... The, the communism brushing up with mm. the capitalism and all that kind of stuff. And even, yeah. they
0: often talked about people being from Taiwan and they looked down on that. And yeah. the reason for that is there was a Chinese civil war in the 1940s. The, well, the present day Taiwanese people were ruling China and there was this big civil war between the communists and what were called the nationalists. And the communists won. And so what all the nationalists did is they fled to Taiwan. Like literally left because Mao Zedong took over. They turned it to communism. So they booked it out of there and they all went to Taiwan, which is this little island off the coast. And they set up what is called the Republic of China. So they actually consider themselves to be China too. And then you have China China, which is the People's Republic of China. Um, and China, mainland China, has a one China policy where like, they don't recognize Taiwan. And Taiwan is not part of any international organizations. Like whatever the PRC is a part of, Taiwan is not because People's Republic of China, mainland China, does not recognize Taiwan. It's like they literally just, oh yeah, are blind to yes, it. They're just invisible. Mm-hmm. And if anybody deals with Taiwan, China flips out. Like remember when Trump became president and he called. Do you remember that it was in the news it's a huge deal he set up a phone call with the leader of Taiwan and China flipped out because no president had done that I think since like maybe Nixon or something I could be wrong on that history y'all even though I'm a history teacher I could be wrong on that um you're allowed that's, uh, loud. Okay. You don't have, that's a lot of everything. that's a lot of little <laughs> but, but that's why in the book you have that you know that there's some some mockery there with the with the Taiwanese and versus mainland China and what have you. So there's a lot of history there that is is super interesting, but also just funny how he put it in the book. Like I wonder, I wonder well, if that's how they like they look that they view each other. Yeah, that would I be inter- that would be interesting to to talk to somebody. It, it would. It, I can I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate so want to come back to how this book makes us more human better humans (laughs) then that's very helpful to me because what is that i mean one of the things in addition to the satire of the of all of the wealth what we see is you know generational oh yeah and systemic uh prejudice you know like bigotry right and Mm -hmm. that that is um which is well, why they don't like Rachel. That's not specific to any one
0: particular culture. Right? And then you throw like, in American-born Chinese, um, your ABCs. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that is what that is what we do as people, right? So, so that's kind of an interesting, an
2: interesting um, picture, yeah. and maybe that provides some insight mm-hmm. into Araminta's. Choices the character of Araminta, yeah. Um, because I struggled with her throughout the whole thing, throughout the whole book. We're, we're like, we see Araminta as an ally to Rachel. She comes and picks her up from the airport in pajamas, yeah. for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. But then at her wedding, and maybe this is just commentary on how women behave at their weddings, or maybe it was just about Astrid, too. She I mean, she was terrible. Like she, like her, like her whole wedding day was ruined because Astrid didn't wear a new dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. There
0: seems a, there's a lot of a lot to be said about how people viewed Astrid, um, and what and what and what that did to her. Like that drove her nuts that she would show up without a new a new dress on. Well,
1: Astrid, she's my favorite character in the in the story for sure, without a doubt. But, um. I feel like she's the character who's, who has the potential for the most growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like her. Mm-hmm. But it seems like she is starting to be aware at the end of this book of the mm-hmm. fact that she set that up. She did that to herself mm-hmm. by kind of quite literally buying into, you know, this mm, what world expectation, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, whatever behaviors with the racks of outfits that cost I don't even know hundreds work. of thousands million of dollars? dollars each or something yeah. you know mm-hmm. dresses just mind-boggling but um which is why I struggled with the, the ending of this book for her and Charlie's like sweeping in to try to make her happy mm-hmm. even though he can't have her um but do you remember he says to her now I want you to go and live the way you want to live like go live in your houses yeah. and." Wear what you want, and I could be mis misremembering this a little bit, but you know, wear the clothes you know, and, and um, and I kind of was a feeling a bef- right before that, I was feeling like Astrid was getting to a place where she was wanting to let some of that go, not actually mm-hmm. embrace it more fully. Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I know the story continues. I know there, books. there are so, two more books.
2: Um, Do y'all think Rachel is going to be a princess? Like, like it's going to come out in one of the, in the end that she is actually like some yeah. kind of royalty and or has more money. I than do. anyone oh, else, I do. That's
0: what you meant by that text last night. <laughs> the <With> Disney princess. <laughs> I was tired.
1: <laughs> no, I, I actually, yeah, kind of suspect that myself. Like, since her, her, her real dad is still, you know, all of that's still mm-hmm. up in the air. There's going to be something to that.
0: I don't know if I want to read the other two books. <laughs> no, maybe there'll we be could movies. Just, let's, let's skim we it. Could just yeah, Wikipedia. Laura read it. She can tell us the story. Oh, she did read all three of them, yeah. She can tell us. Friend of the pod. <laughs> is she a friend of the pod? Is she listening to our pods? I don't know. Me either. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I think that wraps up our discussion. So let's real quick. What else have we been doing, y'all? What else y'all been reading or watching or what have you? You go first, Caroline. Then you, then
1: um, you go. Nothing.
0: Oh, I'm reading The
1: um, President is Missing. And loving it very much. Good. That is all. That's all? I guess. I don't... I haven't been doing much else. All right, Caroline. You, Jakes?
2: At the used bookstore recently, I bought a couple of books by one of Caroline's um, favorite authors that she mentions that she's a fun read. Her name is Laurie King. Laurie King. And she... Heard the first one in the Sherlock Holmes series is The Beekeepers. Yeah, Apprentice. Apprentice, which is never at the used bookstore. So... Mm-hmm just keep that in mind okay so. i will i'm gonna find you that book <laughs> but um but uh there were some she had several others so i looked for some that were not far in the far in a series or something like that so that i could dive right in and i picked up one called folly and i couldn't get into it but i um also picked up one called a dark Horse. nope the darkest hour <laughs> the dark dark. <laughs> dark horse i don't know where that came from that's katie perry Oh, right, <laughs> <laughs> the darkest hour and have started reading it and I'm liking it and I'm hoping you guys will want to read it well, I think that's what we're going to hey, do for our next that. book you want to read
0: that for the next one let's do it okay what's it called
2: again Laurie King
0: darkest hour darkest hour All right. we're going to do that I'm excited maybe pot about it another one in October and then no- November looking ahead Leanne Moriarty's new book is coming out I think we're going to take a look at that because we love her books that's kind of what brought us her first book not our first book. One of her books was like, I think when the, what am I trying to say? What Alice forgot, I think, is one of the first books that we read oh, together. Cool. Mm-hmm. Remember that?
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Well, let me tell you real quick what I'm doing. I watched the second season of Ozark, which was super good. I think that's it.
2: <laughs> I um, Greg and I have restarted Ozark, so we're like three episodes in it's crazy it is but you tell me that the second season is i like so, it's better i mean
0: it's over the top but i, I liked it i you knew i like i like stuff like that mm-hmm. um oh and i watched insecure the second season of insecure is it second season Issa Rae third i think the third it's the third season i finished the season finale last night and i really oh. like that show but yeah
2: i'm looking forward to some fall tv i started watching the um, did you watch this is us last night
0: didn't that come on the season premiere Oh, wait, uh, both of you watch it.
2: Well, I stopped last year, <laughs> like, right when the crockpot fires happened. I stopped watching. Oh. It got to be too much, and there's st- probably a lot of reasons, but yeah. I started watching it. Um, so I don't think last night was the premiere. I think it was last week, because okay. I was able to watch it yesterday afternoon when I just needed to veg out for a few minutes, yeah. and um, we're traveling further back in their lives. Yes. Their, their first date. Have you watched it?
1: I watched the, um, yes, mm-hmm.
0: I did. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us. So tune in in a couple weeks as we read The Darkest Hour. It's going to be good. It's going to be good.
2: Professors and cults and mystery. I love that stuff. There's cults. All
0: right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right, listeners. So we made a mistake. I was editing the podcast and realized that we said the wrong name of the book that we're going to read. We said The Darkest Hour which was a movie, I think nominated for an Academy Award last year, about Winston Churchill's life. We're not going to read that because we can't. Um, we're actually reading a book. Uh, Lori King is the author, but the title of the book is A Darker Place, not The Darkest Hour. So that's what we are reading, and it's an older book. It's from 1999. Um, so it's actually, it actually was a little bit hard to find, So, um, but the library had it. So we are reading A Darker Place. Thanks for listening i